from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike De Niro. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend, and I hope everybody is ready for one hell of a week. This is the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is the Fight for Monday Night, and this episode is dedicated to the WWF Royal Rumble from January 21st, 1996. Before we get to the show, thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast and following along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Let's get into this show. We got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. The 1996 Royal Rumble, we start off the show with Sonny in a hot tub drinking wine saying things are going to get very sexual. Which was weird because we didn't see nothing sexual on this show. So... It was a really weird way to start this. They're really trying to be a little more edgy here, and I think that it's like, okay, you're trying a little hard here, Vince. But anyway, good opening package, though. We got a great opener for the show. Good video package showing all the current storylines that are going on and to build up for the actual Royal Rumble matchup. First match of the show, we get... Oh, by the way, the commentary team for this will be Vince McMahon and Mr. Perfect, which I always like Mr. Perfect on commentary. I thought that they had really good chemistry with each other. And the duo of Mr. Perfect and Vince McMahon is very reminiscent, in my opinion, to the duo of Vince McMahon and Jesse the Body Ventura. So I am all for this. Opening matchup of the show, we get Jeff Jarrett versus Ahmed Johnson. And I gotta say... I was not really looking forward to this matchup going into the show. But Ahmed Johnson really showed a lot in this matchup. He was showing a much, a much more athletic side with doing a flipping senton from the top, doing a suicide dive to the outside. I was really getting behind him on this. And I thought, hey, this is actually fun. Ahmed Johnson's doing his thing. But then out of nowhere, Jeff Jarrett hits him with the guitar for the DQ, and that's the finish. And I hated that. You have one of your big four pay-per-views, and at this time, you only had four major pay-per-views because all the other ones were in-your-house shows, and you are literally going to end the matchup with a DQ. That is so bullshit, in my opinion. Bullshit ending to what could have been a really good matchup, but 
Whatever. DQ finish. Ahmed Johnson wins with the disqualification. Bullshit. Diesel cuts a promo. He's ready for tonight. He wants to be the winner of the Royal Rumble matchup. He says it doesn't matter who wins the world title tonight between Bret Hart and Undertaker because they're going to have to see Big Diesel at WrestleMania 12. We got a tag team match between the Body Donnas and Sonny versus the Smoking Guns. Smoking Guns pick up the victory here. Um, This match really didn't do much for me. It was whatever. Always like seeing Mr. No Gimmicks Needed, Chris Candido. But unfortunately here in WWE, he had a gimmick and proved why he's Mr. No Gimmicks Needed because the gimmick is stupid. And without a gimmick, the guy's phenomenal. But whatever. Smoking Guns pick up the victory. Smoking Guns just seems like an outdated act. The Cowboys. Now, I know there's a lot of Cowboys in wrestling. Still to this day, you got the Cowboy James Storm. You got Hangman Adam Page. But these were not cool Cowboys. These were pretty lame Cowboys. Worked in 94, but it's 96 and we still got this lame-ass gimmick. I don't know. Bring on Rockabilly. Nah, fuck Rockabilly. Bring on Billy Gunn. Bring on Brawl for All Bart. But I'm not with the Cowboy gimmick anymore. This shit's lame. I'm not... I, I don't get behind these matchups. Anyway, we get the same billionaire Ted skit that's been playing out on past Raws, we get it here. Really wasting time on a pay-per-view to talk shit about your competition. I don't know. It's stupid. Next, we get a great matchup. But had some stupid shit, but whatever. We get a good matchup here between Goldust and Razor Ramon. They actually had a really good matchup. As is expected by the caliber of talent in the ring here. You got Dustin, The Natural. You got Scott Hall. They play up to the character really well. This was the very first time that Goldust came out with Marlena. So we're seeing another layer to the Goldust character here. And him and Razor Ramon had some really good chemistry with each other. Why I said this, there was some bullshit in this matchup is because they couldn't just have a regular matchup. We're still, still going to be doing the one two, 3 kid feud with Razor Ramon, like, come on, move on from this shit already, like, this is boring and it's lame, anyway, once a three kid comes out, he helps Goldust win the matchup by doing a spinning heel kick from the top rope on Razor Ramon while Marlena had the referee distracted, like, look, come on, I've been doing this show for a long time and from the very first episode of this show, Razor Ramon has been feuding with the one two three kid, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. 
Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Anyway, good matchup though. I give it a 2.5 out of 5. Oh, and by the way, I met Johnson and Jeff Jarrett. I gave a 1 out of 5. It was seriously hurt because of the finish. Body Donna's versus Smoking Guns got a .5. That shit did nothing for me. Next, we got a lot of wrestlers talking about the Royal Rumble matchup. And we are next going to go into the Royal Rumble matchup. I was surprised that that wasn't the main event on the show. Instead, the main event was the Undertaker versus Bret Hart matchup for the World Heavyweight title. So, in the Royal Rumble, I, I was listing a lot of the opponents who came out here as they came out. But... It just became a little... Eh. So, Triple H was number one here. Number two was Henry O. Godwin. We all know about their long rival feud here. Number three was Bob Backlund, which was a bit of a surprise here. Jerry Lawler was number four. Spark Plug, Sparky. Bob Holly was number five. King Mabel. Jake the Snake Roberts coming in number seven. That was pretty cool. He came out with Damien. He threw the python... Oh, the, I think it was a python. Whatever, he threw his snake into the ring. Everybody fled. Everybody jumped out besides Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler got the snake. He got Damien thrown on him. He freaks out. And Jake the Snake Roberts actually had a pretty good run in this uh, Royal Rumble matchup. It was pretty good. Dory Funk Jr. comes out at number eight. What a surprise. Dory Funk Jr. And he actually did his thing. Yokozuna's number nine. One, two, three kids, number ten. Razor Ramon is coming out. He's chasing one, two, three kid. They try to separate them. Security kicks out Razor Ramon. He's not in the matchup. Ohamarari, oh, Omari from Japan, All Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. He was in this matchup. Savio Vega. We got the debut of Vader here. Vader looked very, very strong in this matchup. He he and Yokozuna were supposed to be on the same page because they're both under cornet, but for some reason, they kept on fighting with each other, and then they would get back together to working together and then fighting with each other. So that was a good little story that they had going on here during this matchup. We got Doug Gilbert in this matchup, the brother of Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. God rest his soul. We got the SWAT team member. That's all they called him, the SWAT team member this from the Samoan SWAT team. And then after him, his twin SWAT team member number two came out. Like, come on, you could have better names for these guys. Just SWAT team member one and SWAT team member two. And they both got eliminated really fast. It was like, come on. You're just going to waste entrance here. Owen Hart was in here. Rest his soul. Shawn Michaels comes out. Number 18. Hakushi is 19. Hakushi really fell off the fucking 
face of the earth during his run here in WWF. Like, he came in chopping off Bret Hart's head. He had a bloody severed head of Bret. And then, now he's just a jobber, Hakushi trying to Americanize. Tatanka, Aldo Montoya comes out here, which is funny because Mr. Perfect says that he's wearing his jockstrap on the wrong side of his body. Diesel comes out at 22, Kama at 23. The final four, let, let's just get to it. The final four was Shawn Michaels, Diesel, the British Bulldog, and Kama. British Bulldog is eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Diesel eliminates Kama, and as soon as he turns around, Shawn Michaels hits him with the sweet chin music. One, two, three. Shawn Michaels wins the Royal Rumble matchup for two, the second year in a row. Mr. Perfect's going crazy. He says it's not possible. How could someone win it two years in a row? But Shawn Michaels does just that. And now Shawn Michaels is the number one contender for the WWF title at WrestleMania. This whole story of Shawn Michaels getting concussed and getting jumped by these Marines in Syracuse. And then contemplating retirement. Then coming back in his first matchup, he's in the Royal Rumble. He wins the Royal Rumble. Shawn Michaels starts stripping after it. (laughs) This leads to Diesel coming back into the ring, showing respect to Shawn. Afterwards, while Diesel's walking to the back, The Undertaker comes out. There's a bit of a pull apart. Neither wants to get out of each other's way. And this foreshadowed the matchup between these guys too much. And I think that that really killed the main event for me. Because it was clear that Undertaker was not going to win this matchup. Because Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble. Undertaker is now looking to feud with Diesel. Like, they could have did something else with this. Like, they could have done this shit on Raw or something. Like, I don't know why they had to do this right here at that moment. But this also leads to Bret Hart coming out, and we got Undertaker versus Bret Hart. Pretty good matchup. These guys always had uh, pretty good chemistry, in my opinion. I thought that it was a really good matchup. But in the end, Bret the Hitman Hart, he's victorious. He beats The Undertaker. We are going to be getting Bret the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania in their, and I'm sure it's going to be announced soon, but it's in their historic world famous very first time Iron Man matchup and we will be getting Diesel versus Undertaker at WrestleMania as well. So Royal Rumble overall, I gave it a two out of five stars. The Royal Rumble matchup itself was pretty fun. Main event was okay. The rest of the show is just throwaway. I like the Razor versus Goldust matchup, but yeah, this show is not too too good. Wasn't their best Royal Rumble. Looking forward to the fallout of this. Also looking forward to WCW's answer to this because this week on, well, next week on the Fight for Monday Night, WCW will not only have a show on Monday, but they'll have a show on Tuesday because they're going to have Nitro and then Clash of the Champions right after, which we will be talking about. So next week's episode will be Raw, Nitro, and Clash of the Champions all rolled up in one. So we got a stack show next week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for this episode of the Fight for Monday Night. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday for a new episode of the Fight for Wednesday Night, talking all about AEW as soon as it goes off the air. Then Thursday, we're going to have a new episode of Make an Impact as we are on the road to Turning Point. We are almost there, baby. And then we're going to have a new episode of This is Extreme. ECW Hardcore TV is getting more and more exciting by the episode, so make sure you tune in for that. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for following along, and thank you for following us on Instagram at Pod. Love you guys.
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 